it's good to care about people, but sometimes, seriously, I mean, we didn't talk about this at all when, you know, growing up. It's, you have to really worry about your own mental health, mental well-being, because uh, if you don't take care of it, you're going to lose your mind. You know, because there's times you're just like, ah, I just can't deal with it. You know, you just want to go home and scream, but you're just like, oh, I'm just going to have to just deal with it and go. But no, you just have to do what you got to do to give yourself some peace and give yourself space. Sometimes you just have to rock the boat to get what you need done. You're going to have to get uncomfortable to kind of get comfortable or you're happier. Hi, I'm Scott Hefner, and this is Finding Your Sweet Spot. It's a show about real people with real stories of discovering that optimal space when it comes to their health and wellness and how their core values influence their decisions concerning activity, nutrition, and self-care. My hope is that there are others who can relate in some way to these examples, and the stories shared here can help those who are on their own journey to finding their sweet spot. So let's go. Today, I was speaking with someone who is a jack-of-all-trades, a husband, a dad, a personal trainer, a coach, a business owner, a mentor, and frankly, just an all-around good guy. Trevor Wells. I own my own business at Wells Wellness and Fitness, located in Grandview, Missouri, as a, as a training studio. I've been training this is year seven. That I've been I'm, year seven. I've been in Grandview, and year eight total. And he's absorbed a lot of knowledge in that short time. It's been a it's been a good journey. I'm also a certified battle rope instructor, kettlebell instructor, group exercise, nutrition, all everything that you can think of. Um, for me, I'll just I'll, I'll circle all the way to the beginning. And that circle on his journey into the fitness world was more like a long winding road. I moved actually moved here from Bermuda. I was born in Bermuda. Moved to the States when I was nine. Moved to Arizona, Tucson, Arizona. Lived there, went to high school, went to junior college, took the junior college route. It helped me get acclimated to college. Ended up going to Wichita State. He was involved in athletics. I still ran track there, ran the 100, 200. And was pretty successful. Won conference my first year um, in the 100. After that, you know, graduated. I actually started, uh, I did a semester... I was a grad assistant strength and conditioning coach there. Then I got sick. That wasn't part of the plan. I had an um, ulcer. Didn't know about. Was home for Christmas break. And I had a amaryllis sour, they call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess it has nuts in it. I have a nut allergy. I didn't know. Oh. So I had a reaction to that. On top of... I had been complaining about my stomach all the time or whatever. So anyway, I had a reaction to that. On top of that, that bled out. So passed out all the ulcers. In the hospital for like a week or two. I think it was a week. Did you grow up with ulcers? or? I probably had it and didn't even realize it. Because at that time, I was just stressing myself out. Probably when I was in my senior year. Because I was trying to figure out where I wanted to go to school. Then I went to school. And I remember it just like came on like out of nowhere. So graduate school was going to have to wait, and the long road kept winding. 
so I don't go back to school for the second semester. Get a job. Get a job like that spring working at a correctional facility, a kids' correctional, junior juvenile detention center. Worked there for, I want to say about six to eight months. Actually transferred up here to Kansas City. And the only reason I came up here was because I had two friends that were already up here. And my truck at the time, I didn't think it was going to make it from Wichita. I was looking at Dallas, and I didn't think my truck would make it to Dallas. So I was like, we came to Kansas City. And I've been here since 2001. Yeah, 2001. So from there, you know, worked a corporate job. Worked at a, a call center, Wells Fargo, Commerce Bank. Did, I was in the finance industry for a good 12 years. When I first knew you... Yeah, that's you were kind of, and you would come in. I mean, you were, you were decked out, <laughs> coming into the gym, leaving the gym, and yeah, yeah, decked out all, all the time, having to wear a suit and tie and all that mess. Trevor worked his way up corporate America, met his wife Lana, had his two daughters, Layla, she's old, my oldest, and Tatiana, my youngest, and settled into a pretty good gig. However, I worked there for about. 18 months and then my partner quit and then I got laid off. They reconfigured the whole thing. But that actually wasn't such a bad thing at the time. I was already planning to do the fitness thing anyway, or get into it. I was working on some stuff. I wanted to save up some money, have some capital, and then get things going. So I ended up having to jump in about a year earlier than I expected, which, I mean, it was fine. I worked out of my house. I used to do like five or six classes a day. Which was cool, and then I kept growing and growing and growing. So I decided, you know, I'm, I'm doing pretty well. Let me try to find. That's how it always goes. You let me find a space. Go find a space. First place I found uh, the guy. We'll say gave him his first small business owner lesson. <laughs> he uh, he took advantage of me because I was new, new to the game. Oh yeah, you're fine. You come in, you make enough money to cover, you know, the two three thousand dollars a month in rent. Yeah, no. So that <laughs> didn't work out. No, it didn't work out. After I figured out, oh, I can't afford that. Let me try this. So I found this other spot off of Martha Truman Road. I really uh, put roots down there and really started to, to uh, work with a lot of people. And that's when he learned a second lesson. At that time, it was going like really, really good, but I was busy. I was busy, but I wasn't organized properly. So I was, and we've all done it where we try to schedule everything just use, you know, in our head and not using the calendar. And I think one, I had like a two-week stretch where I just kept scheduling people, like too many people at like 4.30 in the evening. So I would have like 10 clients there. What do I do? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm dealing with that. But then I started to get more organized and stuff started working out. It was real smooth. And he's been training as a career ever since. One thing I wanted to know was as he got busier, how did that affect his workouts? When I first was doing it, I would go, I would wait till after I got done with my morning and then I try to get my own workout in. By then I'm just like, oh, I'm tired. So now I, my day starts at, I get up at like 3.30 and I have, a, I have two clients. They've been around since the pandemic, but they're from Michigan. So they're they're on virtual. So I just I go into the studio and I set up with them and I go I put them through a thirty minute workout and I just do it with them and it works out pretty good. 
And how did it affect his nutrition? I had a couple instances where my Fridays, cheat, whatever you want to call it, I, there was this place over, not gas station, it was a liquor store, but it had, they sold $5 pizzas. And I'll go in there and they, they had this great barbecue chicken pizza. And I'll hammer that down like every, like Friday night, Saturday night, whatever. Having done the same thing before myself, I tried to give him an out. Post-workout. Yes. <laughs> I got to give him a protein and carbs in, right? <laughs> right. So I never really like looked bad, but you know, you take a picture, like, uh, uh, let me knock, let me knock that off a little bit. Cause I'm looking a little round. My head looks a little rounder. My, I don't, I don't see like three abs instead of six or I kind of quit. I quit doing that. But yeah, I mean, I can see, I can, I understand where if you're just dog tired, like this week has been, I just have to push through and I have to try to evaluate my schedule. Oh yeah. Besides running his business and coaching his clients, he's coaching his kids too. And now I had a week off of like no practices. Now my oldest daughter, she's about to be 13. She's playing competitive volleyball now and I'm an assistant coach. So that's three nights a week now practice. And he almost forgot. And dance, on top of dance. I'm sorry, ballet. And they're both doing ballet, they're both doing ballet. So I gotta figure out that balance now. We discussed his core values when it comes to his health, starting with a strong work ethic and enjoying a sense of accomplishment when working with people. It's kind of like, that's kind of how I kind of think in general. I mean, being, and I think that all circles back from running track, uh, being a sprinter, because you're, you have to work on your, you're on your, you're on your own, basically the training. It's individual sports, so you have, you have to want to do, you have to want to do it. And for me, it's like if I don't compete or perform my best, I was always upset with myself. So, but for me, it's like work ethic, me getting up at 3.30 in the morning. Uh, accomplishment, just helping what my clients get through their, their deal. For me, getting through basically that, you know, the, the early workout I was talking about. And then sometimes if I work out, I might work out with the second group too. And then there was a personal sense of accomplishment. I started picking up running again. Which he sounded very excited about. It's, eh, I'm not fat. <laughs> You're like, eh. it's cool. I went with my dog, but, um, you know, it's not like how I used to run like a seven minute mile. Not even close to that anymore. And it doesn't need to be. <laughs> no. It doesn't need to be. I have to remind myself. Throughout the conversation, I couldn't help but notice a strong core value Trevor had without him even having to name it taking the liberty I like with my my kids like I ask them twice a week hey do you want to work out even if it's for like 20 minutes and it doesn't even have to be like a strenuous thing but it's just time I just get to spend with them and then they get to learn about exercise but now they come and ask me dad can we come work can we work out cool yes of course and that core value of family orientedness mixed with making a difference has led to some cool opportunities I started working with this company called Amazing Athletes. It's a basically go around to different, right now different like daycares, preschools, and you take kids through like a little 30 minute. It's a class, it's, it's, it's like basically a play date, 
but you they learn like different like this week they're learning skills for track and field last week was skills for um soccer the week before was skills for uh football so you show them how to throw the ball show them how to dribble a little bit but you it's, it's just like they're like between two and six but it's really cool so you get to play with kids and have fun it's just or you get to, get to act like a kid for 30 minutes which is which is I love it. It's something really cool. So kind of like getting, like I said, some people to like mold. And they, it's 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 really cool just to, hey, Billy, take this ball, throw it up and see if you can catch it with this cone. And they're doing their just, ah, they're just pumped up, to, you know, just just stuff like that. And they're, they're at attention. They want to listen to you. And they repeat back what's going on. Have a song we sing and they... They sing it like the, the, one of the teachers was telling me that they sing it like every at least twice a day in class when I'm not there. So it's like, it's cool. Anyway, so I think it's just maybe it's just the newness of it or whatever, but it's just something I'm in, really enjoying right now. When we dove into Trevor's sweet spot of health, it became clear it didn't have anything to do with his workout or nutrition program. It was a state of mind. For me, Things are good when, like right now, I'm really digging the whole element I have right now, even though it's a lot going on. But it's because I'm getting to, to teach and people are absorbing and listening. But it hasn't always been this way. I had a lot of uh, butting heads with, with, with people. Just not listening. It was just getting to be like, you know, when you dread, when you have someone, you look at your calendar, like, yeah, and you dread you have such and such on the schedule. And it's like, okay, you got to get through. Let's just get through without saying the wrong thing. And I had that in my orbit, I want to say, like, the, since 2020, I moved into this, uh, the current spot I'm in now. And there was that orbit around, that thing around. It's good to care about people. But sometimes, seriously, I mean, we didn't talk about this at all when, you know, growing up. Was, you have to really worry about your own mental health, mental well-being, because uh, if you don't take care of it, you're going to lose your mind. You know, because there's times you're just like, ah, I just can't deal with it. You know, you just want to go home and scream, but you're just like, I'm just going to have to just deal with it and go. But no, you just have to do what you got to do to give yourself some peace and give yourself space. As uncomfortable as it was, he knew what needed to happen. Sometimes you just have to rock the boat to get what you need done. You're going to have to get uncomfortable to kind of get comfortable or you're happier. I've gotten rid of everything that doesn't work for me as far as me being able to teach. And all I'm doing is working with people that want to learn and want to work. They ask me something. I can give them feedback, and they're going to take that feedback and apply it. And those are the people that I, I enjoy working with. But doing some house cleaning and gaining that mental clarity certainly wasn't easy. Financially, that hurt, but <laughs> I'm happier now. All money's not good money. So sometimes, you, like I said, you just have to do that to, to get your peace of mind. Trevor offered one final story about having peace of mind and what he discovered when finding a sweet spot. I do really enjoy working with people and having them getting 
results or even just happy of the fact that they can. He told me about his client, Will. Great guy. Great dude. He's funny. He's, he's a funny guy to work out with. When we first started, he was like 10, 15 minutes and he was wiped out. So let's just focus on, let's go in baby steps. We're up to about 35 to 40. He comes and he's like, man, you know, I'm not exactly where I want to be at, but it's helped me with my sleep. It's helped me with my patience. It's helped me across the board. I'm a lot more even keel. Working with him brings me joy. And maybe that's what it's all about. Whether it's being a spouse, a parent, a trainer, or a friend, genuine joy is found simply by being in the service of others, offering a helping hand, or spending quality time with those you care about. Is there someone you have in mind to reach out to? I hope there is. And if so, send them a text, or better yet, give them a call. You may just add a little bit of joy to their day and yours. Finding Your Sweet Spot is written, edited, and produced by Scott Hefner. Music composition and sound design by Hefner Wellness Productions. If you like what you heard and want to hear more, please subscribe to the show and leave a five-star rating or write a review wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. It really helps people find the show and spread the word to others who may be inspired by what they hear. Check out the show notes where you can click on any of the links to learn more about Hefner Wellness, my guests, and other resources. You've been listening to Finding Your Sweet Spot.